Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Back at the Spectrum here in Logan, Utah. BYU a winner over Utah State. Final score 75-66. to As much of a struggle, Mark Durant, as it was to score in the first half. 37% shooting from the field. 0 for 10 from the arc. The Cougars turned it around in the second half. They shot 52% from the field, 63% from the arc. And from the arc is where BYU finally pushed themselves out in front and ultimately get to push this one out to a 9-point final margin, 75-66. Well, I think... uh... You can tell me exactly, but it seemed like with about eight minutes to go in the first half, they only had seven or nine points, and uh, and they get 75. So a, a half and five or six or seven minutes, you're looking at uh, 68, 67 points. That's so markedly different than what we saw in the first half. And I, I think BYU came out and were flustered. I, I think a lot of the younger guys, and they're all pretty young, and you have never played in this environment before. I mean... This doesn't happen a lot. This is a great basketball arena. It was super loud, and they were, like I said, the, the freak-out factor, and that was problematic. But I tell you what they did do, they played great defense, and that's kept them in a couple games this year. Before, if you have a start like that, maybe you're down 15 or 20 to start the game, then it's it's over. They kept themselves in the game, made some adjustments, and able to get to the rim from the guard line. That freed Yoli up, and then in the second half, actually started hitting some of their threes. And when BYU's hitting their threes, they're very good. And so what a great effort. This team is showing me a lot. Already. It's it's hard to win on the road. It's supremely hard, especially in this building. Believe me, I know. And they're just tough. They're tough sons of guns. Make their free throws. They make the big shots at the end. Those are, That's tough. And they got it done. This team has a lot of metal to it, and uh, it's been fun to watch. So BYU in that first half, while shooting 37%, allowed the Aggies to only shoot 28%. So the defense was there. The Aggies were only hitting three. They, they hit their threes in the first half, 6 of 15, did nothing inside the arc. And so as poorly as BYU shot it, the Aggies shot almost 10% worse in the first half. They, like BYU, got better in the second half, but they could not catch the Cougars on this night, who win it by nine, 75-66. What a big week for BYU. In to Orem, in to Logan, and two for two. And the Cougs have now won three true away games and four games on, on, on the floor other than the Marriott Center this season. And so, again, it's that it's that early away from home toughness that uh, the Cougars have exhibited in going now to six and two on the year. Tonight, BYU gets 17 from Child, 17 from Cannon. McKay Cannon, who we did not think would be a factor this season, would have to sit out the year, was declared eligible Wednesday. Had 8.6 assists against UVU, 17 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists against Utah State. He plays 31 minutes tonight. 4 of 5 field, made his only 3, 8 of 8 from the free throw line. So 17 Cannon, 17 Childs, 15 Bryant, 10 TJ Haas. Then you go to 7 from Hardnett. I thought Josh Shearer actually played a really solid game. Made just 2 of 6 from the field, but... Uh, Man, you will love his presence out there when you need to make free throws late, especially. Celius, four points, one for three, relatively quiet night. Five for Nixon, all coming in the first half. BYU gets to 75. The Aggies get 66 on 20 from McEwen, 14 from Merrill, 10 from Dargenton, 9 from Brown, 8 from Isby, 3 from Taylor, 2 for Brito. The Cougars score four. I shoot 44% field, 28% arc, 86% free throw line. 
The Aggies go 44%, 32%, and 44%. So what a tough loss for the Ags. They will look at this missing 13 free throws in a game they lose by nine. (laughs) They were 10 of 23 at the stripe, BYU 24 of 28. The Aggies made one more shot from the field than BYU did tonight, but they were outscored at the stripe 24 to to 10 and missed 13 of 23 free throws. The Cougars 11 assists, 13 turnovers, 4 blocks, 4 steals. The Aggies 10 assists, 15 turnovers, 2 blocks, 6 steals. And BYU's opponents on the year still more turnovers than assists on the year. BYU plus six in the paint. That was decisive. BYU minus five off of turnovers, minus nine second chance. The Aggies did board hard. Ten offensive rebounds to BYU's five. Fast break four to two, USU. BYU plus seven off the bench. And off the bench is a place, I don't know if we knew how good BYU would be this year, losing Nick Emery, being down a man. But, man, they've looked good off the bench with McKay Cannon being a, a most blessed reserve awarded BYU in unexpected fashion. BYU outscores the opponent from the bench once again. Seven ties, seven lead changes. BYU's large lead, 11. The Aggies' large lead, 8. The Cougars led for 15.09. The Aggies led for 18.01 here on their home floor. We were tied for almost seven minutes of this game. It was a tense one, start to finish. Let's take a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what do you discover in a box score that we pretty thoroughly dissected so far? <laughs> yeah, you got to leave me some stats to, to, to talk about, Greg. But I'll, I'll talk about the three-pointers again. BYU 0 for 10 in the first half and 5 for 8 in the second half. Obviously, that's a big difference maker. But then on the other side, uh, USU shot the ball pretty well in the first half from three, but only two for ten in the second half. One of those came a long shot from McEwen late. So a reversal of fortune there uh, from the three-point line for BYU. And again, as I said, when, when BYU's hitting their threes, they're very good. And, and how about Elijah Bryant? I mean, all of them were late in the clock. Guy just staring him down and, and just popping right in front of him. And then TJ hits a big one. McKay hit a big one. So great job from three from BYU in the second half. All right, that's our final score, 75-66, to 66, BYU over Utah State. That's our new skin data discovery brought to you by Mark Durant and new skin. We'll take a break for the Cougar postgame scoreboard show with Jason Shepard. Jason will recap a big win for BYU women's volleyball. Sixth straight Sweet 16 coming up for the Cougs, getting it done over the Pac-12's Oregon Ducks at home tonight. So great job to Coach Olmstead and the Cougs. Nice job by Coach Rose and these Cougs here tonight. Good night for BYU sports fans. We'll come back for much more from Logan. Shep's up next. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars had a four-point lead at halftime over Utah State. They win it by nine, 75-66. to 66. Cougars getting the win over the Aggies with the victory. BYU moves to 6-2 and two on the season. They'll be back at home hosting Illinois State Wednesday night at the Marriott Center. All right, let's update you on some other action going on right here on campus. Big, big night for BYU women's volleyball. They are 7th in the country. They were ranked 13th in the NCAA championships today. They were taking on Oregon at the Smithfield House tonight. No problem. 
problem for the Cougars. All they do is advance to the Sweet 16. BYU sweeping Oregon 3 to nothing. Cougars winning set 1 25-20. 25-21 in set number 2 and then 25 to 19 in set number 3. As I mentioned, BYU moving on to the Sweet 16. That is the 6th straight season that BYU advances there. They will take on Kentucky next week in Lexington. So congratulations to the BYU women's volleyball team. Earlier today, it was BYU women's basketball on the road at Colorado State. Hard-fought game for the Cougars. Unfortunately, they come up two points shy. Rams defeating BYU 56-54. to All right, let's update you on top 25 action in college basketball. One game going on. It is number 14, USC. They are trailing at SMU. Mustangs with a one-point lead at 40-39. to Everything else so far in top 25 action is a final. Number 20, Arizona State defeating San Francisco 75-57. to It was Duke defeating South Carolina 96-80. to Number 2, Kansas wins at Syracuse 76-60. to Number 4, Villanova with the 94-53 to victory over St. Joe's. Kentucky getting the win at home over Harvard 79-70. to Number 8, Wichita State winning at number 16, Baylor 69-62. Miami defeating Princeton 80-52. Xavier upsetting number 11, Cincinnati. The final score there, 89-76. Virginia defeating Lehigh 75-54. And it was number 23, TCU winning at home over Yale 92-66. Other games involving WCC teams just underway in the first half. About 14 minutes to go. It is St. Mary's leading at Cal 13-11. Santa Clara hosting Arkansas Pine Bluff. Broncos with a 58-37 lead. It is is San Diego trailing at UC Santa Barbara. Gauchos with a 43-36 lead over the Toreros. Pepperdine with a three-point lead at Cal Poly at 55-52. And then a final, LMU on the road at Oregon State. They fall to the Beavers, 78-74 in favor of Oregon State. BYU gets the win tonight, 75-66 in Logan. When we come back, we'll update you on the day in college football. That's next on Cougar Post game live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. BYU gets the win at Utah State, 75-66. to We'll get you back to the spectrum coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on some college football. It is conference championship game day. One game, actually two games going on. Five minutes to go in the fourth quarter in the ACC championship game between Clemson and Miami. This has been all Clemson. It's 38 to nothing. again, with 5.08 to go in that one. A much closer game right now in the fourth quarter, 12.39 to go. It's the Big Ten Championship game between Ohio State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin's been trailing this entire game. Buckeyes with a 24-21 to lead over the undefeated Wisconsin Badgers. This one has just gone final. It was a late score by the Boise State Broncos. They upset number 25 Fresno State in the Mountain West Conference Championship game. Boise State with the 17-14 to win over the Bulldogs. In the SEC Championship game, speaking of upsets, number 6 Georgia upsets number 2 Auburn, 28-27 to in the Big 12 Championship game. It was all Oklahoma. They 
they defeat the Horn Frogs of TCU 41 to 17 and a final in double overtime it was Central Florida on top of Memphis by a final score of 62 to 55 that's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break we're going to get you back to the Spectrum in Logan for the Cougar Locker Room show your final tonight from Cash Valley 75-66 BYU gets the win and you heard it all right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, Pulse fires, oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. I know. All right, so back courtside here at the Spectrum in Logan, Utah. Final score, BYU 75 and Utah State 66. Cougars win for the second consecutive time here in uh, the Spectrum. They last did that in 1991 and 1992. Mark Durant makes uh, pregame predictions on Twitter as to the uh, final score of our games. And, uh, you know, while they're done with, uh, with humor in mind, uh, there's always a, a grain of truth in, in what you aspire the Cougars to do that night. And what did you predict for tonight, Mark? I predict the exact score, 75-66. Yo, a little love. My, I know you played great tonight and you won the game, but what about some love from me? That's big time. Just, just keep <laughs> predicting that we win. I always predict you win. And when BYU had nine points with five minutes to go in the first half, that prediction didn't look so good. But you guys end up with 75. You guys stuck with it. Yo, By the way, Yoli Childs is our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Yoli, 17 points tonight. So it was a struggle there in the first half to score, but you made it a struggle for Utah State to score, and that's why you uh, stayed where you did at halftime, I would have to think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we talk about the fact that defense travels. Uh, wherever you go, you can always lock in on the defensive end. You might be missing shots. Uh, you might be missing bunnies. And frankly, we were missing everything in that first half. But we knew that if we stayed locked in on the defensive on the defensive end, that we'd uh, we'd end up winning the game because shots are going to start falling and, and things are going to go well when you play defense and you play together. Well, yo, that was fun to watch. And uh, you know, as a former player and a fan, you know, I just want to say thank you, you to your guys. Uh, you're attacking. Uh, you, you're not phased by the, this crowd. And one, one of the guys I love is the new addition, uh, McKay Cannon. He seems to have play with that kind of fire, and it, it's contagious for all you guys. Is that you kind of feel that mentality as a group uh, that you're you're going to attack guys and not be afraid of situations like this? Yeah, for sure. We have the mentality that uh, we're going to come out and attack guys, and whatever the other team does against us is wrong. Uh, no matter what, no matter what they try to take away from us, we always have another option, and every single option on the court is just as good as as the first. What so, What about McKay though? I mean, what's he add to the team in your view? McKay's a great player. Uh, he he plays with so much poise, and his pace is amazing. He's played at the highest levels. He he started and played extremely well his freshman year in the NCAA tournament game. So he just has a lot of experience and. It doesn't matter where we're at, who we're playing. He's always going to play the same, and he's going to play with that poise and that pace. And he's just a great point guard. He knows how to lead guys. Uh, he knows how to talk to guys and get them involved. McKay's just he's a great player all around. He doesn't he doesn't have a whole lot of weaknesses. He shoots the ball. He can finish. Eight for eight from the line. Clutch free throws tonight. He's he's a great player. We're lucky to we're lucky that we got to have him this year. Yo, even though the game in the pit didn't count, like in the record, you guys have now gone to the pit and won, mm-hmm. Princeton and won. 
UVU and one, and the Spectrum and one. And even though Pitt doesn't count, I still think it counts because of what you guys had to endure that night and grind out a win in a tough environment. The fact that you've won four true away games, three that count, what does that say about you guys so far to this point in the season, do you think? Uh, it just speaks to our toughness. The, we're a team that wants to defend and a team that's going to share the ball. If you're going out and you're just jacking up shots, anything can happen. But if, if you lock in and, and you play the right way and you play defense and you play as a team, then you can win anywhere. You can win at home. You can win here at the Spectrum. You can win in the neutral side. It doesn't matter as long as you're playing defense and playing together, and that's what our team does. Okay, so it was, it was your first time in this building playing this team. Your thoughts have now that you've been through it? It was awesome. I mean, I, I love the environment. It was loud. Uh they were getting after guys on our team, and it, that's that's why you play. You know, it's it's one of the funnest things to do is come into a, a hostile environment like that, and and it's even better when you can come out and get the win. But I loved it. The guys on our team loved it. And uh, you said you were a little disappointed they didn't have more for you directed at you, isn't that right? Yeah, they, they were killing dudes on our team, but they didn't have anything to say to me. I was I wouldn't say anything back. To I was you a little either. I was a little bummed about that. I actually uh, I actually grew up down here. I, I lived on campus here. My mom taught here and, and went to school here. So I lived on campus for first, like, seven years of my life. Came to every basketball game, every football game. So I wanted to see a little bit of that directed at me, but it's all good. Well, what were they trying to do? I mean, they took you out of the game a little bit early. The double team came. What was their game plan, do you think, and what adjustments were made to kind of get uh, later in the half you started getting more looks? Well, their, their game plan was double team in the post. But a lot of teams have done that before, and a lot of teams are going to continue to do that throughout the year. And uh, the key is just be patient. It's a 40-minute game. I'm never pressing to score. If uh, Like at Princeton, if I score, I think I had like eight points. If we score eight points and I win, I mean, I don't care. It's all about winning the game. So if you want to take me away, the other four players on the, on the court are great players. If you want to try to take Eli away, if you want to try to take TJ away, the other four players are great players. So... Uh, like I said earlier, no matter what, no matter what they do to us, they're wrong, and uh, that's what it's all about. It's about playing as a team and having no agenda. All right, closing comments from Yoli Childs coming up. We're taking a break. BYU seventy-five, Utah State sixty-six. Our final from the Spectrum here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Back after this. Home. All right, so back at the Spectrum here in Logan, Utah, in front of 10,206. What a charged environment tonight it was, as you expect in the Spectrum, as BYU wins it by a score of 75-66. Back-to-back wins for BYU here at Utah State for the first time in a long time. Yoli Child, 17 points, 8 rebounds, a couple of blocks, and an assist in 35 minutes of play. Joining us here on our Cougar Locker Room show, Yo, you got an early foul, and then that was it. One foul for the night. When you see a whistle come early like that, uh, does anything happen in your head mentally, subconsciously, or do you just keep playing? Um, I know I definitely can't get a cheap foul, but it's, it's never going to take away from how hard I play. If I, if a guy goes for a backdoor and I go try to block his shot and I get a foul, so be it. The guys, the guys that come off the bench are going to come in and do a great job. But I, I definitely know I can't come in and do a, another stupid foul or, or reach or do something dumb like that, but... I can't ever let that take away from how hard I play and, and the things I do defensively for our team. You're in a five-game stretch right now, four in-state games. Those UVU, USU, home to Illinois State tournament team, tournament-type team, and then it's Weber State, Utah. So you're in the stretch of, of five games for them in-state. You're 2-0 and so far in the in-state run. How big a run, if you look at the whole season, is this five games going to be for you guys, you think, in the end? Um, I know 
I think it's huge. I think it's huge just uh, no matter what happens, in it, we, we can learn from it. And uh, personally, I think we're going to come out and win every game. I think we're going to come out and play great every game. That's just that's just my mentality, and that's the team's mentality. But win or lose, no matter what happens, uh, the most important thing is that we can come out and learn and, and prepare for, for conference play and prepare for the things that we need to do throughout this season. So instead of just having a strong finish, we can end, end strong and uh, have the type of year that we want. And I think with this team, the way we're playing, every single game we're just going to continue to get better. And the, the team we're going to be in February is going to be a lot better than the team we are right now. Well, yo, you guys are a great free-throw shooting team this year, 24 of 28 uh, tonight for 86%. you got five guys shooting 80 or above. I, I know you'd like to be a little bit higher, but that uh, must be great as a team, knowing late in the game you're such good free-throw shooters, give you some confidence. Did you expect uh, coming in that this team would shoot so well from the free-throw line? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we just have a lot of great shooters on our team, and usually that translates. And we have guys that just put in the reps every single day. Every single day we, we shoot. Guys shoot uh, multiple times a week, 200 threes. Uh, we always get up 50 to 100 free throws each player every day. So that's just that's just something that comes with the reps. So no matter where we're at, we'll be able to shoot those. You've had some fun post-game locker room so far this year, haven't you? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Many more to come. All right, congratulations tonight, yo, on the night for you personally, for the guys. Big win here at the Spectrum. Enjoy the bus ride back, and we'll see you next week. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that's the only Childs, our guest. We'll come back with Coach Dave Rose on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. So the soundbite we hear coming into the segment here, maybe a couple of years old now, it's Dave Rose, <laughs> Dave Rose saying, I'm really proud of the guys. The last 80 minutes have seen a lot of fight. And Dave, as it turns out, that kind of describes your week this week. This has been a good week, yeah. And uh, you, especially when you, you throw Saturday in from last week and go Saturday to Saturday, it's uh, three big wins. And uh, I think you see a lot of competitive uh, spirit in our group. And... Uh, you know, this is a this is a unique place to play. Period. But BYU coming in here, I think, makes it even uh, you know a little bit more special, especially for the home team. And it was a great crowd, and and I, I think our guys, you know, were were really amped up to play. And we got a lot of really good shots to start the game. Couldn't make them, but the thing that uh, you know won the game for us was how we competed in that eight, ten, twelve minute stretch when we were stuck on five that it didn't get to 20 or 18 or whatever the number could have got to, uh, that we kept that thing right around 7, 8, I think maybe got to 11 at one point. But uh, that allowed us to, once we figured out how we needed to score and how we needed to play and that, you know, we weren't going to be able to make some of these, you know, wide-open threes, we got to drive that thing in there. McKay did a great job out of a timeout. We just said, hey, no threes unless it's late in the clock. And, uh, you know, Zach turned a couple open shots down on that possession, and McKay got into the key, laid it up, got fouled, got to the free throw line, and kind of, you know, broke that deal for us. And, and uh, you know, they did a great job on Yo. I mean, we, we got the ball two, two or three times, and it was just hard for him to, 
to finish. And uh, but I'll, what I'll remember about this game, you know, is uh, is how we competed during that time where offensively we were struggling, and that's a sign that these guys are really committed. They're committed to this end, and they're committed to you know um, to each other. And and uh, you know, uh, there's there's in the fit, whatever they got, 66 points tonight. Right. There's some kind of stat out there that if, you know, they get 70 points, they win some ridiculous amount, 80% of their games or something like that. And yeah, Duryea's 32-8 and eight at 70 or more. Yeah, and, and so that's uh, that's how you win. You come in here and you play some pretty good D and and then uh, find a way to find a way to score a few points. Yeah, that's an 80% win rate for Tim when they get to 70 or more. They were under it tonight. And that stretch you talked about, it did get to eight. They're up 15-7 to seven on you. It's 15-9 to nine with about five minutes to go in the half. Now, no coach aspires to have only nine points in 15 minutes, but every coach would aspire to have a team that's still in the game at that point, and you were grinding it to keep that thing manageable. And then end up with, you know, taking the lead, the lead. In, in the halftime after you've been, you know, and I think that gave our guys a lot of confidence in what we're doing. And I think that, uh, you know, we uh, we, we had a, a, I mean, a really good week in, in, in our ability to – just compete, compete on, you know, the defensive end especially, but but both ends. We we were really good offensively the other night, and we were just good enough tonight uh, to win. But uh, I think both nights we played, we, we guarded well enough to, to to win both games, and I think that's why we won them. Coach, you alluded to this a little bit, but I'd like to know kind of more of what the the adjustments were made because you because what they were doing to Yo, you weren't making your threes. Uh, uh, it seemed like you put a, a team on the floor with guards that were quicker and could get in the paint and create some that way. Was there a conscious adjustment to try and get some more points on the board because it worked the last five, seven minutes? Yeah, well, with Eli in foul trouble, uh, it changes you know what we do and how we do it. And we had three small guards out there in uh, Tiege and, and Jasheer and, and McKay, and uh, and they were I mean they were switching things and jumping out. And we, we, we ran a lot of things where we could get two guys on the ball and then slip them, and, and we could, you know, kind of throw a little pocket pass. And But we wanted, instead of settling for wide-open threes, okay, which you would think, come on, that's what we do. We're really good at it. We needed to change it. We need to change our philosophy and get to the free-throw line and uh, and get to And, that, you know, it wasn't the last five minutes. We, we, we scored, you know, 18 or 19 points, I think, had 20. 19 to 9 run, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, – it was it was mainly just trying to get the floor spread a little bit, and then drive it and try to get at the rim. Short shots lead to short rebounds. Get a couple of offensive rebounds and stick back, and uh, it really helped us. As good as you were inside, that said, Eli made a couple of tough threes early in the second half that got you guys kind of off that snide and, and able to, to push a little. I mean, I don't think there's any way that you can really you know kind of measure. How important those first two threes were for because it's it reminds me of so many times when you just you're just stuck and you need someone to jump up there and hit one you know and uh, I always remember in in uh, you know the, the NCAA tournament a few years ago you know against Wofford and we were having a hard time making a shot Logan Magnuson jumps up and drills it and then Jimmer and Jack everybody starts making them you know I just need somebody to to get that thing in the basket and uh, and you know we were five for eight in the second half. All right, more from Dave Rose after this. Back at the Spectrum, 10,000-plus on hand to watch BYU win at 75-66 to 66 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
The BYU Creamery Cougar postgame show continues from the Spectrum in Logan, where BYU wins consecutive games in 2014 and again now in 2017. A 10-point win three years ago, a 9-point win tonight. Both felt equally good, 75-66, as BYU defeats the Aggies here tonight to go to 6-2. and two. And in that 6-2 and two record, Coach Dave Rose, is a 3-0 and mark in true away games already and four wins away from home. Yeah, it's been a tough stretch for the guys. And, uh, uh, you know, th- this week will, you know, it- it's t- take a lot out of them. And, and, you know, you'd figure that this time last week we were, you know, sitting in, in JFK waiting to get on a plane to come home and uh, face, you know, two really, really tough in-state opponents that both places sold out. And uh, our guys dealt with it. They handled it. We got two wins. Uh, got a lot of guys, a lot of experience. We got a new team member in McKay, and he's you know came immediately paid dividends for us. So uh, you know, right now it's uh, you know things feel pretty good with this group. But get to, get uh, tomorrow off, and then get back in the gym on Monday. And Christmas around the world is now left. Uh, you know, I, I, what I need to do is go back to the last two years since we've actually this is the first year we've been in the facility, and we're two and zero Christmas around the world. Be interesting to go back over the last you know 11 or 12 years and see what our record's been during that week. christmas around the world because we you know we practiced, we haven't had the energy we practiced yeah. everywhere we've been all over the place tonight i mean today this week it just felt so normal it just felt like we didn't even know they were down there and we had great practices every day and good preparation and the guys came up with a couple wins Coach uh, Zach Selyus looked a little flustered in the first half, made a couple of mistakes, but that at the end of the game he was in for you, and I uh, thought he played great. And he kind of runs that four spot, I guess you'd call it. He seemed to run it well, and uh, you know with a shooter like that, they really have to get out on him as well. Maybe open it up for Yoli. Do you like having Zach kind of running that spot well, at there's, times? There's, there's no question that when he's on the floor at the four. That there's just more space. There's more space for Eli to drive. There's more space for you know McKay and TJ to kind of go. There's more space for um, you know Jasheer and and those. You know I got four guards who who are good with the ball and can you know get past people and make plays and finish at the rim and get fouled, get to the free throw line. And so um, if they don't stand back in there, you know they're always bringing a second guy now for Yo. So that's you know makes it you know pretty tough on him. But uh, it makes it a lot easier when we when you got a guy out there that that brings the, you know his man out on the perimeter, and then that that means they have to come a lot further to get yo, and it just makes it makes playing offense a lot easier. And I thought that, like you said, in the first half, you know it was it, he didn't get off to the best start and sat there and watched a little bit, but that second half he was a big part of us. He made some huge defensive plays. He took the ball from Sam one time. His high school teammate, you know, two buddies that, that played together and won state championships together. And uh, He blocked him one time, so um, he, he, he was a real big big uh, difference in the game. You guys went 37-44 of 44 at the free throw line this week. Nice way to be able to finish out games, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think that it reminded me, I told the print media, it reminded me a little bit of the Princeton game where we didn't really shoot the ball great but we got ourselves in a position to get the right guys fouled got them to the free throw line and and uh, we converted to i mean you, you make 24 free throws in a game and that that can really help as far as trying to especially in the night when points are just so hard to come by and and i you know i give tim a, a lot of credit he's dealt with so many you know injury personnel issues and those guys came out here tonight with a a great game plan and unbelievable energy and uh, they're really athletic. I think he's going to have a, a really good year, and, and he's got some uh, 
um, some some guys that will really uh, do well there in, in the Mountain West Conference. Those Royal, Royal uniforms, by the way, we saw them for the first time tonight. They look good, and you played well in them, so yep. I guess we'll keep them around. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, we're, we're play, we'll, we'll use them as an alternate road jersey. we got a home, another alternate home jersey, too. So I think we, you'll see uh, quite a few combinations. But uh, both of those are, are Royals. There's a white with Royal, and then that that Royal there. And uh, you, know, you know who else would look good in those? <laughs> Me and Greg. Just putting that out there, Dave. <laughs> Chris, Christmas is coming. All right. <laughs> All right, I'll make I'll make a note of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, last thing, Dave. Uh, Illinois State coming into your place on Tuesday. Seventeen and one in their league last year. Twenty twenty eight and seven overall. People may not know the name Illinois State, but people who know basketball know this is one tough program, and you get them at your place Tuesday. Yeah, and, and you know it's it's hard for all of us. You know they're in the Missouri Valley Conference, and it, it's hard to to track five, power five teams to come to your place. And he put out a tweet last year after yeah. he got snubbed from the NCAA tournament with 27 or 28 wins, I think they had. and 28 and 7. And, you know, he said, hey, come on, anybody wants to play. And so, you know, we called just to see what would happen and told him we were looking for, you know, a home-home series, series starting at our place. And, and he kind of sat on it for a while, but then I guess he didn't get a lot of uh, takers. And, you know, we, we've been a pretty good RPI team over the years, and, and, and so he called and said, let's do it, found a date. We'll return it a year from now, and uh, but be excited to have him come in here on uh, on Wednesday night. Hopefully he'll get a good crowd in here and get, get a nice home game. So we're going to normal Illinois next year. Yeah. Normal. The journey to normal. Wherever, wherever it is. Mark's, 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 been, Mark's been on Finally. that journey his whole life. He's been on, he's, hasn't gotten there yet. I've been uh, to Abbey normal a few times. <laughs> well, Dave, congrats. What a fun night yeah, uh, uh, to be here in the building and, and to get to call. And so congrats to you and the guys. And we'll see you uh, next week, and especially for our coaches' show on Tuesday. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right. That's Coach Dave Rose. Back to say so long after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so back at the Spectrum here in Logan, Utah, to wrap things up on tonight's broadcast. Final score, 75-66, BYU over USU. Back-to-back wins for the Cougs at the Spectrum. First time since 1991 and 92. BYU will uh, take the bus home tonight, rest up Sunday, get back to it on Monday, and get ready for Illinois State. The Redbirds defeating Tulsa tonight to go to 4-4 four and four on the year. So Illinois State coming in Tuesday night, 6 o'clock radio pregame, and a 7 o'clock uh, that's on Wednesday. If I said Tuesday, I meant Wednesday. Uh, coming in Wednesday evening to BYU. So they'll work Monday and Tuesday to get ready for Illinois State. It's a Wednesday evening game. Tuesday, we've got the uh, we've got the coaches show. We've got BYU basketball with Dave Rose on the BYU TV, BYU Radio, and KSL News Radio. So you can get your seats for that show uh, Monday. Monday morning, go to BYUCougars.com slash Rose Show. That's BYUCougars.com slash Rose Show. And get your receipts to join us in Studio C at BYU TV Tuesday at 6 o'clock Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, for our live recording of that show. It'll go out live at 6 o'clock on BYU TV and Radio, 7 o'clock on KSL News Radio. So we'll see you for the Coaches Show Tuesday, and then we'll have you on the radio with us for BYU and Illinois State on Wednesday from the Marriott Center. Should be a loud crowd as the Cougars come back home after a big week away from home. Wins in Orem and Logan as the in-state run for BYU gets underway. After Illinois State, it'll be games against Weber State, next Saturday in Salt Lake, and then home to Utah one Saturday from next Saturday. So that five-game run includes four in-state games plus Illinois State, and the Illinois State game is next up on Wednesday. Six o'clock radio pregame and a seven o'clock tip for us. So we'll see you for the Coaches Show Tuesday. We'll talk to you on the radio for BYU basketball on Wednesday, and that will do it for us.
from Utah State here tonight. Our thanks to all those who made the broadcast possible. Our thanks first and foremost to everyone in Cougar Nation for tuning in and making our job so worthwhile. Thank you for listening in to a very fun evening on the airwaves for us. To the media relations staffs at BYU, Kyle Chilton and Utah State, Kyle Cottom, our appreciation for their help in uh, getting us ready for the game, lining up all the interviews we bring to you pre- and post-game. Thanks to Tim Duryea for his pregame comments as well. Good stuff from the Utah State coach and a good game we had here tonight as well. Our appreciation to our flagships, BYU Radio and KSL News Radio. To our control board operator, uh, who was not Carter Malloy tonight. Uh, Carter was elsewhere, and so we had Drew Brackett on the wheels of steel back east, and uh, Drew was phenomenal. Thanks to Drew for keeping us, getting us, and keeping us on the air tonight. To Mike Tingle, our network manager, to Dave Shook, our coordinating producer. Our statistician was Russell Larson, my color commentary colleague, as always, Mr. Mark Durant. So for everybody, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score, BYU 75 and Utah State 66. In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Logan, Utah.